your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solo. And riding shotgun, Brad Williams. Now. Hello, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM on a Friday. Welcome free to all. Friday. Free for all Friday. It's going to be a very free for all Friday because I have a lot of funny things about uh, the bathroom to talk about. Uh, not my personal experience why, there. Why the bathroom today? I found in the last week, I have found three different, two articles and an Instagram page all devoted to toilets and the bathroom. And it's very funny and something we all can relate to, I uh, think. Yes, yes, we could. So I, I thought we would go there and maybe uh, if we don't... <laughs> Go. Not literally. <laughs> enjoy well, enjoy the go as the toilet paper commercial says. But if you says, do have the lacrosse. Please you, don't squeeze. If you do have the Wisdom app, you can take us on the go while you go. Yes, you, you right can. Right You just hit sure. play on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, 608-785-7914. Hadn't thought of it that way. The Sugarloaf Ford talking text line. Try not to, actually. No, Try no. not to think of that. But before we, we get into that, man, that's going to be a punny day. Uh, Brad was at UWL last night. Uh, last night and this afternoon. Oh, you were at uh, UWL for, for, for a whole other thing today. For a whole other, uh, today it was uh, the local legislators uh, meet with students and, and members of the public uh, once a year, basically, and uh, take questions. And uh, you'll hear a good deal of that on Monday, and we'll have something, of course, this weekend on the, uh, the WISM uh, news website. Uh, about what the uh, lawmakers have said, what they're talking about. Now, last night, it was David Gergen, best, now, probably so best known from CNN. You, yeah, you were at UWL to, to offset the the fact that they had a porn star on. They have now had a CNN <laughs> pundit on, right? Is that is that what? <laughs> I don't think the two no? are related. Oh, okay. Because they both happen to be have appeared on the campus in the last year and a half. As has Mike Pence. Anyway. Uh, well, uh he was there in ninety no in twenty sixteen. Mike Pence was in there. Yeah, I was in twenty sixteen. Uh, yeah. Peace through, peace through. And he's strength, going to be all. in town next week. Stony Creek, baby, women yeah. for Trump. I think that's what he's there that's for, right? right? Uh, but yeah, Mike Pence when he was on UWL campus, I covered that. It was all about peace through strength. How we're going to beat down everybody to get peace on earth. <laughs> I guess I don't know. It's a very odd topic. <laughs> I don't for remember me. that part, but well, uh, I mean, you could go back and read about it if you wanted. But I, I, or I can go back to the, uh, the, the audio I got while I was there. Oh, you were there too. I was, I was way in the back. Yeah. Oh, you were. That's yeah. weird. I don't mm-hmm. remember, but I remember us being both at the Obama thing where the uh, secret right. service yelled at us three times. He also on UWL's campus, right? When Obama came, I don't to town. remember them yelling at us. Well, yell at me. Three times. Well, yeah, I went above you. I went above Obama with me. my telephoto camera and was taking pictures on the track above him. Yes, and yes. apparently it wasn't supposed to be up there. So nah, that was you were in the wrong place. Interesting confrontation with yes. some they you know, guys in suits with glasses. Think men in black. And right? headsets. And yeah. earpieces. We got a shooter. Same. We got a shooter uh, on the track. Yeah, 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 suspicious person over there. But anyway, so CNN. Uh, what, what, what do you call him? Is he a well? He is an analyst, commentator. He is a commentator and an analyst, analyst a political pundit, as as we like to and, say. And right away, people think, "Oh, CNN," because you know the way the the president portrays CNN. But this is a guy that's worked both sides. He right? has worked uh, with Nixon and. Uh, and Carter, and I, I don't have the release, several presidents. He has advised several presidents, both parties. And, uh, and has, has taught college. And also, he went to Harvard and Yale. 
Okay. And he has been uh, basically a broadcaster the last 20, 30 years. Or okay. So. And his name, obviously, David Gergen. And how long did he speak yesterday? He was there for an hour and a half. It was a good early evening talk at the university. A lot of local political people were there to listen to him and to meet him, I'm sure. Was it uh, Was it an interesting hour and a half? Yes, or it was. was. It kind of like, oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. It was uh, quite interesting. He's uh, uh, quite a uh, little more folksy, perhaps, in, in this setting than he is... Uh, on the tube, although he, you know, he's kind of folksy there as well. CNN pundit, he's got to be blowhard in both ways. I mean, <laughs> do you watch him on was, CNN? Do yeah, you, do you I, know I, he... I see him every once in a while. Because we know that when you're not here working, which is ninety percent of the day, oh, you're just gosh. at home watching CNN. Oh, news. sure, <laughs> I was. Yeah, I don't. You know, I just don't kidding. have Brad doesn't cable even right cable now news. at this point. Uh, anyway. Brad only gets his news <laughs> from Wizen. From Wizen. <laughs> which is, which means it's all bread. Uh, well, he he did talk. Is uh, the topic he was given was civility, and uh, because this is a uh, uh, Tommy Thompson is uh, has a a group that's helping uh, bring some of the uh, speakers in, uh, such as George Will was here a few months ago, and uh, this is part of that program as well. Okay, so, so, what, so talking about civility, uh, uh, David Gergen said manners do matter. You know, he was saying you're not supposed to talk over people like at that debate the other night where they're, they're all yelling at mm-hmm. each other and uh, that kind of thing. And it, it's it's not like the old days. He certainly said that uh, in, you know, how long ago, 30, 40 years ago, the president was a Republican, Ronald Reagan, and the Democrat, uh, Tip O'Neill, was the Speaker of the House, and they got along quite well together. And they they enjoyed each other's company, and uh, so he thinking a lot about the old days and why can't it be like that again? That sort of thing. Twitter, yeah, that's why. <laughs> and he he says, uh, for example, that young people uh, there should be a form of national service available to young people that's not necessarily military service, something like the Peace Corps, something like. Uh, uh, devoting volunteer time to be at schools or be at prisons and uh, you know, do a year or two of that. And uh, he suggested and that mandatory. to the college make crowd. Well, yeah, that, that's the idea is that everybody would have some sort of service that they would give back to the country. So once you graduate Civilian Conservation school. Corps is what he talked about because that, you know, that goes back to FDR and the, the depression is that, uh, you know, they would build like Memorial Pool. Civilian Conservation Corps. They would build public facilities and things like that. Would they get paid for that? Sure they did. Okay. Yeah. But like it would be you graduate high school. Um, you know, this was – Greece has this, and I think Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Bucks okay. MVP forward, uh, th- that was a thing that they had to allow him not to have to do is go do his mandatory military service, which was kind of interesting because right. hey, you're so big – and uh, not it's literally so big, but big. Is, you're so big over here in America. We'll, we'll just not. You don't have to do it. It's fine. Right. But everyone else apparently has to. OK. Well, there are other things that uh, David Gergen said, and I'm looking over my notes here. Uh, he doesn't see that socialism has a home in America. So if if people are looking for extreme kind of socialism from one candidate or another, uh, well, they might be disappointed it might not win an election what if, would extreme socialism be like we like all, bernie <laughs> like aoc like a person uh, that's, uh, that's, people who say but what would the, what would be a specific extreme uh, well if you bring up medicare for all that that uh, pushes people's buttons for example but that doesn't 
But is that extreme? Well, Did that's, he bring that up? Uh, well, that's what people uh, often say, is that that's, that's one of the... <laughs> I'm going to start sounding like Bernie now. This is what people often say <laughs> when they're using this. No, uh, but he, he says that, uh, you know, a more moderate type of uh, candidate may be successful. If, if the election were today, says David Gergen, he, he believes that uh, President Trump would win big and take Wisconsin. He says it would be helpful if both sides would try to keep the Russians out of the election. And this is why we call him fake. This is why we call them <laughs> fake news CNN, because he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> fake news. Trump would say uh, fake news. Oh, uh, well, he, and, and he <laughs> says uh, what Joe Biden should do is promise that if he is elected, he would serve only one term and try to get the best people he can in and do what, you know, and that to show people that he's not doing things just to get a second term because he'd be in his 80s anyway if he were to get elected once and then try to get elected a second time. Side note here, a texter, I don't know if this was, has anyone ever told the other guy on the air tonight that he sounds exactly like Principal Seymour from the Simpsons cartoon? Is that you? Do you sound <laughs> like Principal maybe, Seymour? Maybe today I do. Maybe on a Friday afternoon it's like, yeah, Principal well, Seymour. <laughs> well, we're Bart. a little more upbeat today, I think, because it's Friday. It's, a, it's Friday, but uh, it's, you know, like it's sort degrees. of like you know, the tiredness sets in. Oh, you're After tired today? That's why That's why you sound like Principal Seymour? Principal Seymour, yeah, perhaps. I was thinking the opposite. Like, it's Friday, so you're like, woohoo. Woo. Do you want to take a call from... <laughs> I could, no, no, it's not that I don't like to take calls. I mean, you I, could, take a I call could be from Homer Clyde? Simpson, I could go, woohoo! How do you, is that what you want? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to take a call from Clyde from the Highlands of Onalaska? Do you want to hear this? You got your headphones there. Yeah, yeah. Let's, right. let's see what we have uh, right. to talk about today. Clyde, go ahead. Well, hi, Brad. I saw you last night, but I didn't get a chance to talk to oh, you. Oh, okay. Were you in the front but row? I was. That's where I always like to sit. No, wait, wait. Were you, were, you, were you the one who got uh, Mr. Gringan's attention in the front row? I did. Yeah. yeah well, okay, yeah, that was yeah, you. A couple of, All right. Yeah. Did you flash him, Clyde? No, that, no. He, he had a couple of questions. Okay. Yeah. One of, the, one, of the, uh, one of the interactions that we had that the audience didn't hear was that uh, – Mr. Gergen said that, uh, you know, that he was exhausted, you know, that he thought that the, the country was exhausted. And I said to him, well, when you're constantly on offense, you get exhausted. The, everybody uh, in the presidential campaign basically is on offense. That's, yes, <laughs> and uh, most leftists are on offense, especially this last week with uh, coronavirus uh, well, uh, I don't know Schumer that le- I always Schumer have a problem with the word leftist. jumping all over but, Trump because he doesn't have any understanding of what's going on with it, and uh, they're constantly on offense. But well, that's not well, why I Tam- call. You know, uh, I'm, I personally, I haven't heard that many people uh, criticize President Trump for the coronavirus. I'm, I'm hearing that a lot of people are criticizing it. I haven't heard it myself. Okay. Clyde, why are you here? Oh. we got to get the news, yeah. so go, quick. All right, let's see. I'm old and I forgot why I called. <laughs> but, Always on offense, but, Clyde. Always on offense. Hey, I got to do. I do got to go okay. to news. So, All Clyde, right. if you want to call Clyde. me back, feel free to call me back when you remember what you talk about. Brad's got to yes, do some work. The, so the, uh, yeah, the campaign, even at this point, and we're eight months away from the election, is exhausting. You imagine those poor people who are on cable news and on the networks this weekend that they're going to have South Carolina to cover tomorrow and Super Tuesday on Tuesday. Yeah. They will be exhausted. Yeah, are they? Are we on offense or 
Are we on defense? I feel like we're on defense. It, uh, it depends what you're saying, I you guess. Know, depend- yeah, de- definitely. All right. Thanks, Brad. Okay. All right. We're going to hit news. <laughs> See, thanks, thanks uh, Principal Seymour. All right. We'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right. Welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. If you want to get in here, 608-785-7914. We know a Sugarloaf Ford talking text line. A couple of texts saying Brad Williams sounds like Principal Seymour from The Simpsons. It's been confirmed by two sources now that Brad does. And then Brad does imitations. Man, he did a pretty good uh, imitation of Bernie Sanders there, too. That was funny. We should just have him be Bernie Sanders. We'll interview him as mock Bernie Sanders someday. You guys can ask Bernie Sanders questions. That would be pretty funny, right? Doing some show prep. During the show, future show, how about fake Bernie Sanders on as we ask him questions on socialism? Um, yeah, Brad was talking about the, I guess, CNN analyst that was at UWL last night. You can read about that on wisdomnews.com. Uh, so, all right. So I, I've in the past week, this, this is kind of awkward, funny silly something we all can relate to but it's really strange and this is goofy topic to talk about but uh the toilets and bathrooms have have come up in uh in in a a couple of different ways like on my social media feed or just in conversations and just like what you why are you talking about bathrooms so uh the first thing i saw this week was a an, an npr story why america is losing the toilet race. And I was like, there's something nobody, we never think about this, right? We never, we never put, we try not to, right? We try not to put, if we're thinking about toilets, it's only because we need one right now. We have to go. Where's the toilet? But we never think about like where our toilets are going. Uh, this is like a Seinfeld episode too, right? The George, I think he, he brings up, well, one episode he brings up the word manure, right? Man and newer. It's actually two good words when you put them, take, split them apart, but not so much with toilets. But he also, he also, I think he brings up on a date uh, how toilet paper hasn't evolved ever and it's just been the same thing forever. And then Elaine and Jerry, you know, like, what are you talking about? They have, you know, there's been all kinds of advances in toilet paper. There's word of the day toilet paper. Uh, but and I'll get to toilet paper in just a minute because that was another story that I saw when when perusing social media. Maybe Facebook figured out that I read the NPR story headlined "Why America Is Losing the Toilet Race" and then was like, "Oh, this Rick really loves toilets. Uh, he's sitting on one right now, reading an NPR story about toilets because we know exactly where his location is." Um, but I'll just read this, this real right at the beginning of the story. Japanese toilets, and this is amazing because you think about like, oh, I mean, you know, single guy, I barely ever clean my toilet, so because nobody's ever over there but me. But uh, nobody else lives there. Millie doesn't care what my toilet looks like, and uh, but in general, when I read this, I was like, oh yeah, that would be nice if we didn't have to do any of these things. So Japanese toilets are marvels of technological innovation. They have integrated bidets, which squirt water to clean your private parts. I'm like, okay, well, that's a thing. They have dryers and heated seats. Like, dryers? What are we drying? 
They use water efficiently, clean themselves, and deodorize. Right there. That's what you want, right? Like, you want your toilet to clean itself. Do we have to? Do any of you have a toilet that cleans itself? If so, where did you get it? Uh, so bathrooms actually smell good, too, right? Like, the, the, the deodorizing the air. So uh, they have white noise machines. So you can fill your stall with the sound of rain for relaxation and privacy. I live out in the woods, so I actually can just... I will open the window, obviously, for mo- so many reasons, right? I'll open the window, and you can hear the birds outside and maybe a rustling squirrel. So I have my natural noise machines. But, yeah, white noise machines, the, so you can uh, you don't have to actually – nobody else in the house, right, if you live in a smaller house or thin-walled house or a house with a bathroom right next to where everyone's sitting, right? That's the worst. Uh, the little white noise machine. Although, like, this is weird too, right? Like, if you're – there's people over. You have to go to the bathroom. You have to go to the bathroom, right? Number two, and you don't want to, and but that's the only place there is to go. And there's a white noise machine on your toilet that you turn on. <laughs> you flip on the white noise machine, and and everyone in the next room can start hearing what you know the sound of rain or maybe uh, a, a bird's chirping, and and or just like a white noise machine, literally like the hum of white noise. Uh, I think there's a movie about that too, where it's just the, the scary white noise. But uh, so nobody can actually hear you going to the bathroom and you know making those sounds. But they definitely know you're not just inconspicuously in there anymore. Oh, listen to that! The, the bird chirping rain sound is on in the bathroom, so that means Bill's in there doing his business, and then. <laughs> Then everyone is conscious of the fact that you're in the bathroom instead of just kind of sneaking in there, and and even if you're in there a while. Uh, But then, oh, the white noise is off. Oh, Bill, you were in there for like 35 minutes. You okay? Everybody's now asking Bill about his bath. So I don't know about the white noise machine, but the the idea that we have uh, toilets that would clean themselves, I I think maybe I have to go. I didn't see that the last time I bought a toilet at Menards. I guess it wasn't even an option I was thinking about. Oh, I should get a toilet that cleans itself. That would be amazing. Uh, Ryan texts in, those toilets carry a $6,000 price tag, as does everything else I'm talking about. Well, $6,000, I mean, how much time and effort is spent cleaning your toilet? Because I don't spend any time doing that, but um, other people might. Is it worth the $6,000? So, again... Making these things for the top 1%, and now my my dreams have been busted. I can't buy one of these toilets. (laughs) Another texter uh, texted in, stop talking about toilets. I'm going to do the whole show on toilets. Uh, When we come back from news, I've been introduced to an Instagram page all about lacrosse. And if you want to check this out on Instagram during the break here, it's... Just search lacrosse bathroom reviews. There are 694 followers for this Instagram page. Oh, I didn't follow it. This way. 695 followers for this page. 1,489. This page is following 1,489 people. I'm going to have to look. And who are you following lacrosse bathroom reviews? It's not a bunch of bathroom, other bathrooms. See, I think like a, a page that's called lacrosse bathroom reviews would only follow other bathrooms and bathroom-related Instagram pages. But no, it's just following people. Why are you following people? That's weird, lacrosse bathroom reviews. Um, But it does have 111 posts. And 
we'll we'll break down uh, what exactly lacrosse bathroom reviews on Instagram is looking for uh, when we come back after this on Wisdom. We got Scott's comment in the news. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Talking toilets on a Friday. Grant couldn't be in here. He's his show's too busy today over at WKTY. I don't know why we couldn't just listen in, Grant. Crap. Usually I bring Grant Bills from with the Wisco Sports Show on. Talk a little sports. So instead you get toilet talk, which is uh something we all can relate to, except Bob, I think. Bob texted in, uh, what a high class show, question mark. What a high class show? I guess I said that wrong. Um, yeah, Bob, we all we all poop, man. We all relate. And Ryan keeps texting me in uh, toilet facts, which is amazing. This is amazing. Something you never think about. You just go and write, and you're in there. But how much time do does the average male spend in the bathroom? Right. Uh, Ryan said uh, some of these toilets could cost like six grand, but they're he- they have heated seats, heat. The floor where your feet are, self-cleaning, bidet, dryer, deodorizer, Bluetooth capability, and a speaker built in. And they're hardwired, right? So I have a speaker, a Bluetooth speaker in my bathroom, but it's, uh, you know, hanging hanging on the shower head. And it's, you know, you got to recharge it. The toilets actually are hardwired. You don't have to recharge it ever. It's amazing. Uh, Tom's texting in, or Tom's calling in. Tom, you're on the air. Go ahead. Okay, never mind. Uh, Eric's calling in. Eric from Sparta, go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, I got to ask you about a question here, but uh, you show about uh, toilets today? Well, I, I went from CNN like, to toilets, so. Well, I think your show is in the toilet today. That's all I got to say. It really sucks. <laughs> Man, the puns are amazing today. The puns are amazing. 608 785 Sugarloaf four talk and text line. There is like I, I talked about it right before the break. There is a Instagram page devoted to reviewing bathrooms in lacrosse. A, a coworker showed me this. It's super funny. There are hundred a hundred and eleven posts. This person has six hundred ninety five followers, and uh, I'll just read a review. It's funny. Lacrosse bathroom reviews on Instagram. Chances are bathroom. Cleansliness, three stars. Toilet paper quality, three stars. Seclusion, three stars. Hand washing experience, three stars. And it gets a six and a half overall out of 10 rating. <laughs> and then they write a, real, a little review. Took two visits to this bathroom to actually get decent pictures. Thanks to the lack of sobriety and the ridiculous lighting. <laughs> the bathroom isn't great by itself, but the red light, unique decor. And camaraderie between patrons more than make up for anything it lacks. So just a snippet of what you get when you check out lacrosse bathroom reviews on Instagram. Uh, Kevin texts in, you stink, your show stinks. Uh, Ryan keeps sending me, (laughs) now Ryan's sending me YouTube videos of toilets that cost $7,000. I can't watch that right now, Ryan, maybe later. Uh, I did send me a Kohler link a, a link to a Kohler toilet that is black it's a black rectangular toilet it's got like blue lighting uh, I said there's no price I think maybe he probably sent me a price uh he, he, he joked that he sells toilets for a living but maybe he's being serious because he's got all these facts about toilets so uh uh number three's calling in number three go ahead 
How do you know it's number three? Oh, maybe it's not, I guess. Is it? It is. Oh, okay. But I'm on my wife's, wife's cell phone. Do you have running water over there where you live? In general? Or today? Yeah. No, where you live. You have running water over there. In so gen- you got an indoor toilet. In general, I do. I mean, we didn't for a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, froze up, huh? No, uh, anyway, we're on a community well, and the well broke, pipe broke. Oh, you, you didn't pay your fair share, so they shut the valve off. I no, think. what we do in our area is we do some socialism where we all pitch in $200 a year and run a okay. community well, and then when that well breaks, we take from that fund of $200. Um, it's, it's you know, the terrible socialist uh, <laughs> thing that we have going we on. We had one of them years ago, but they never let me be treasurer because they thought I was going to spend it for beer. Anyway, I want to let all those people out there know that Burns Park is going to be remodeled down there by the Salvation Army in the library. Yeah, like five hundred grand, right? Or five hundred half a million, half a million dollars to fix up that park, and then I think they're all going to run down to Cameron Park, and then we're going to have to spend another five hundred thousand or five hundred thousand on that. Who's going to run to Cameron Park? All the people that go down there that aren't supposed to be in there. Oh. Okay. The Salvation Army. Well, they they put uh, um, playground equipment in Cameron Park, so you can't drink in that park anymore. Yeah, three swings. Well, <laughs> no, they put a nice there. little playground in Cameron Park. There's a nice but little that, playground. Yeah, it's got three swings in it. Well, I now, mean, how many swings do you need, number three? I don't know. If they're going to have a lot of children, they need more than three swings. Well, you know, they put a park, they put a playground in there because the city ordinance i believe is if there's a if there's playground equipment in the park you can't drink in that park yeah that was what the mayor said yeah so but what do you still, think they, what kind of upgrades are we little, they still got that little brown bag what kind of upgrades are we going to put in burns park are we going to put astroturf in there or what are we going to do geez i have no idea i haven't seen the specs on it yet but you think they'll put a toilet in there for five hundred thousand dollars they should really make it a beautiful place yeah maybe they should get one of these uh bluetooth capable toilets that clean themselves and have heated seats <laughs> yeah, don't don't somebody might be listening from the park department or the console and then they'll, they'll put that in so just cut that part of your well that the toilet i mean if the park's going to be five hundred thousand dollars a six thousand yeah. dollar toilet's nothing right no i guess not no right all right you're you're right there <laughs> so they have gold water faucets all right. Is that all you got? That's enough for one day. All right. Thanks for the call. 608-785-7914, the Sugarloaf Ford talk and text line. Uh, you got a text here that says, uh, tell Ryan to stop encouraging me with all the toilet talk. And uh, Tom says, who does the Saturday market in the morning? Dan. Um, it rotates. So I don't know who's – you'll have to stay tuned to tomorrow and see who's who's doing the, the Saturday market. Uh, I think – is uh Tom Tom you there now? Uh well I was here last time but apparently you couldn't hear me. Can no, you hear I me couldn't. now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Go ahead. Super. Well, you started off the program talking about radical socialism and then talked about um Medicare for all. Well, do you do you have any idea Rick why Medicare for all is a bad program? Do you have any idea what problems there are with that? Um it, people would people would flood hospitals to try to get medical care. I guess people might, well, people might uh, if I have a little cough, I'm going to go to the hospital. You know, people are 
some people are like, oh, no, I have a cough. I'm going to go to the doctor and get it. If, it, if it's paid for for free, then they're just going to go. Instead of like tough yeah, it out, yeah. you could tough out a cold most of the time, but some people are going to be like, <coughs> oh, I got to go to the hospital because I have a cough. And, you know, that's that would be something silly that, you know, everyone's paying yeah. for. But it's well, pennies compared thing, to uh, other first things. First thing but, I'll tell you is, most people um, have to actually pay, even if they're on Medicare, they actually have to pay a deductible. So they still be a little careful. So that is not a reason at all, actually. The real reason is, is that Medicare is only reimbursed in a very small percentage by the federal government. So all the medical facilities just get a tiny part of their bill actually paid, and they have to make up yeah. their actual profits from the rest of the world and the rest of their customers. Yeah, the so, insurance companies. Uh, yeah, I talked about this. I talked about this yesterday. Would not be able to pay for the, the service. It just would not work. And, right, and it's going to cost a fortune. So. That that's the main reason. Most of your listeners are pretty serious type people, so uh, and, and I, I could tell by your question that you just really not sure why it wouldn't work. But but You're, that's right. It's I talked about this yesterday, Tom. I, we talked about this yesterday. I talked about my friend oh, who's a dentist who you know, and my I think my dentist at one point was you know like we can't accept those people because. We have to make up for it by gouging the insurance companies, which then in turn makes the insurance rates go up. So what we need to do is adjust that. We need to, you know, change Medicare for all. And then what we what we pay out to doctors and dentists needs to be adjusted. It's a simple adjustment. Well, you you talk about adjustment, but first of all, Medicare doesn't cover much dental. But in addition to that, it, it's a it's a system where there have to be dollars there to make it work. And uh, with socialism, uh, as I think Margaret Thatcher said, eventually you run out of other people's money and the system fails. But Medicare for all is a failed system. Medicare in general is a is a failed system. But it's kind of like VA. We we get it. We tolerate it. We pay a fortune for what we do get. It doesn't go very far. But um, is that what you use? Are you on a veterans medical plan? Well, the truth is, is that I'm I'm a veteran, and your your listeners should know this. I'm a Navy veteran, honorably discharged, and I uh, am rejected. I cannot go to the VA because the VA says I have too many personal assets. And there are quite a few people like me that uh, the VA finally said about 20 years ago, well, wait a minute, we can't pay for all these people. So if you get too many assets, and I've never made a lot of money, but I have not wasted and spent a lot of money, mm-hmm. I don't qualify for care at, at the VA, which just is unbelievable because – that, that I earned that, just like we talked about last night, the GI Bill. I earned that, and I used it too, by the way. But now I cannot use the VA because they've singled me out as a person who has too many assets, and they won't allow me to get service at the VA, which is just absolutely abusive and outrageous. So they've determined that you have essentially not not money, cash on hand, but too much wealth in, in, nope. in form of assets. My income, my my income is still over fifty four thousand dollars a year, and that won't allow me to get medical services. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, sorry and, about and that, that, Tom. And, and I'm a hundred percent honorably discharged Navy veteran. Yeah. That is just disgraceful. Sounds like and, some. And every time I. So, I talk to him, I tell him that, too. That's just simply disgraceful. You should not uh, I'll promise somebody something and then take it away because they have saved their money and worked hard and, uh, and and it's just abusive. But that's the way our government is. They, the whiners get kind of whatever they need. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call, Tom. 
Uh, 608-785-7914. I know, uh, you know, it works both ways. If you, you know, I, I had a friend who does investments tell me that he, you know, one of their investors has tons of money in the bank or whatever. It's all invested, but they collect food stamps on the flip side, even though, you know, they, they have all kinds of wealth. So when they retire, they, they will earn all that wealth. But when, but as of right now, they're only working a part-time job, so they qualify for. Well, I don't know if it was food stamps or some kind of public assistance. So, uh, looks like the medical, the VA has figured out how to get rid of that. But when you when you talk like that, oh, someone has got a million dollars in in uh, you know some kind of retirement plan, some kind of savings plan. But they only make you know seven fifty an hour at a at a part time job, so they qualify for assistance. You would be like, no, we shouldn't let them do that, right? Like that's kind of the first thought. But uh, on the flip side, if you have too many assets, you apparently don't co- you're not able to be covered by VA insurance. So you know, there's two ways to look at that. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back after this. I'm with you. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. We were going from toilet talk to yeah, kind of like Medicare talk, Medicare for all talk, or health insurance talk, which is fine. But we were real quick. Talk, teeth talk, yeah, teeth talk, <laughs> and now That's yeah, all. teeth talk. But you're talking. Uh, go ahead, Scott. You you just you're gonna have to shorten the story up that we did on the break. Yeah, but. I will. I'm uh, I, I work for some of the Badger care patients, which we get a fraction of the of a dollar on. Right. Um, my dentures are slightly cheaper than the normal cost because the lab is in house. A patient was leaving today who paid zero for her dentures. Zero. And she looked at one of the patients that was sitting there about to hand me $2,400, and she said, I hope your dentures fit better than mine. Yeah. And, and the, she stormed out, and she, she gave this lady the impression, and I had to explain to the lady, please, the lady, the other person is in, feels that she's entitled to pay zero for what you're handing me $2,400 well, for. And I think the, the problem... Scott, the problem here, right, is that lady that paid zero is on Badger Care. Badger Care pays you about eight hundred dollars, and then maybe eight seventy one. Eight seventy one. And on the flip side, that should cost about twenty four hundred dollars for for someone without insurance. Well, actually, right, Gunderson charges seven thousand for an upper and lower with no clips or anything. Okay. The normal fee is about three thousand. Yeah, about three thousand for an upper and lower. So yeah. if we were going to fix, so we're twenty. We're, yeah. We're, it, Go ahead. So if we were going to fix the, the the Badger Care in thirty seconds, we would we would have to take that eight seventy one and at least double it, right? Like at least maybe triple right, it, right? Have, they, they, they have not given us a dime since two thousand six. It hasn't been raised. Yeah, and and that's why that's why I have I tell people you got to wait till April because I have fifty people on on uh, back order and at Scenic Bluff. It's a three-year wait. Right. All right, Scott. Thanks for the call. That's all the time we have. That's the problem, right? We have to make those adjustments. But all right. Have a good weekend, guys. Uh, go check out some toilet, toilet reviews on Instagram.